7 o'clock. Good morning, pile. How you doing? How you feeling this morning? Feeling okay? I'm only a little sluggish. Just a little? Only a little. That's good. Less than I thought I'd be. I saw where somebody once again tried to bring up the let's make the day after the Super Bowl a national holiday. Look, and you heard it here first. It's coming. But it's not going to be an NFL holiday. The it NFL be. No, hold on. The NFL is going to add their 18th game that pushes Super Bowl Sunday to the third Sunday in February. Yeah, which is President's Day. President's Day is the next day. That's what's going to happen. Because we know the NFL wants to go to 18 games. So they're it's not, not really, going, but it's not, they're not going to create a national day. It's no, already going to be. They're going to use the yeah. one that's already there. Yeah. Which, but it's coming. Which is fine. I, I don't care if they do that. I. But it's, it shouldn't be a national holiday because it's the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. If it's, if it's President's Day and that's what happens, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. That's, that's taking. That's utilizing an already existing holiday to benefit your product. And I'm okay with that. I I have no problem with that. That's fine. But this, we're going to create a national holiday. Stop it. Stop it. No. No. Love football. there's enough people that don't like football. Look, love football. It'd be great to have the day off after the game. Mm Mm-hmm. Though for us, that's that's a conundrum because, you know, we like to talk about the Super Bowl the day after. Okay, so I'll put it to yeah. you. Yeah. Monday off after Super Bowl Sunday or work Monday after Super Bowl Saturday. Whew, that's tough. Neither one's great. No. Um. <laughs> I would much okay. rather. I want the short week. Yeah. I would take the Monday off after Super Bowl. Sunday. Yeah, that. Yeah, come in. Because we would would come in, we do the show, and we leave. Yeah. We and normally during the week we have other job obligations. There are things mm-hmm. we do. If it was on Super Bowl Saturday, it'd be boom, Sunday, you just do the show and we leave. Yeah. You got the rest of the day to do whatever. Yeah, I'd probably prefer that. I probably think I would too. And, and I've talked about why not just move it mm-hmm. to Saturday. I mean, is it really? Are we that? Does Super Bowl Sunday, is it such a branded thing that we couldn't flip that to Super Bowl Saturday and be okay with that? I don't know. As much as a copyright infringement fight Super Sunday for all the parties, so you'd think so. You would think, but you're right. That's that's probably what's going to happen down the road. They'll add they'll add the 18th game, and then it'll be mm-hmm. President's Day, and then then they everybody everybody gets what they want, except for those people that don't have President's Day off, right? And we're sorry for those folks because we brought that up before for you, but because we brought that up before, people are like, well, I don't get yeah. I don't get Monday off on President's Day. I'm I have to work. Maybe and you I should send an email to somebody, then. and I have. Total sympathy for you, my friends, if that is the case. But the game last night, you're look, I was surprised the Chiefs surprised the Eagles 
were as sloppy as they were and gave gave the Chiefs a couple of opportunities to get make some easy plays, get some easy scores on turnovers. Were you a little surprised about that? Yeah, a little bit. I was I was surprised at just how inept the Eagles defense was in the second half. Yeah. Like Tony and Moore were wide open. Kadarius Tony's touchdown, he had 11 yards of separation between him and the defender. And it's not like just some random dude. It was Darius Slay. Yeah, not a a really good quarter. Yeah. I was surprised. I, my jaw dropped. And then when they flipped the formation and essentially did it again, I was like, oh, man. Jonathan Gannon's not having a good week. He's no, not going to have a good his week. His stock as a head coach is taking a little bit if of he, a hit. If he takes that job in Arizona, he's going to have to look at that north end zone when he plays at home on Sunday and just see the ghost of Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore and Jarek McKinnon yeah, that, sliding into third base the, at the one-yard line. The, the, the more touchdown. I mean, could, you, your eye could have scored that touchdown. Yeah. Literally, but, literally as slow as we are, <laughs> mm-hmm. That was how badly the Eagles' yeah. defense was fooled. Like the first one, Tony's first one is like, "Damn, they got fooled." Okay, yeah. that okay. happens. It good Fool play design. Once, shame, yep. you know, shame on you. But they got him again. Yeah, just just different guy. It is essentially yeah. the same. I, same and set. they just showed it on NFL Network over here. Sky Moore was outside the numbers, and the nearest defender was at the hash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he could army crawl into the end zone at that point. He could have did rolls. He could have just cartwheels. Yeah. He could have cartwheeled himself into the end Somersault. zone. Somersaults. Whatever he chose to do. It, it was the, 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 ridiculous. The Kadarius Tony punt return was huge. Huge. 65 yards. I will say this about the punter. And I mentioned this to our friends last night. He uncorked a duck. J.J. Watt from Wisconsin would have shot that thing out of the air if he was still playing. But, man, he put his nose in there. He went up the field. There's like five Chiefs that set up the convoy over there. He had no fear. He's like, you know what? I screwed this up. I'm going to go try to make a play. He kind of got leveled a little bit. But, damn, he tried. (laughs) I'll give him him that much credit. He screwed up, and he knew it, and he tried to get back in there. I really thought. I thought the Eagles defensive front, Reddick and those guys would would get after Mahomes mm-hmm. and would really control the line of scrimmage. They didn't get him at all. And they they didn't. They they didn't it was essential they had to get pressure on mm-hmm. him. And and they didn't. And the ankle, whether they shot it up for the game or they shot it up at halftime or or whatever the case may be, that that it that it was good enough for Last night for Patrick Mahomes, the the big run late yeah. was huge, and I, I'm like, I, I I don't like the Chiefs. Like I've said before, being a Broncos mm-hmm. fan, following the Sean Payton thing, but I respect them. And congrats to them on yeah. on a great win last night. Second time ever that a team's been down by by ten points. They're down ten at halftime. We'll have some sound later on. We go around the NFL next hour. From Andy Reid about that, where there wasn't 
there wasn't a sense of panic for Kansas City. Mm-mm. Like, okay, we're down by 10, but we're okay here. This and isn't even the biggest deficit they've had in a Super Bowl win. They were down 10 to the Niners in the fourth yeah. years ago, and they won that game. Yeah. So, like, Mahomes has been here. Been and here. That, been here, been here, done that in, in recent years. And that was the thing. When they scored, my first thought was, all right, how do the Chiefs with Sirianni and Steichen and Gannon and Hurts and all these guys, how do they handle that moment, right? Right. They did all right. It could have been a little better. The fourth and six, I know everyone's like, well, why don't you just go for it? If you're, you know, Nick Sirianni, you're, you're the go for it on fourth down guy. And I kind of feel that way a little bit. Not a lot, but I feel a little he got really conservative at the wrong time. That's where the moment maybe you, the moment's big mm-hmm. and you get away from what you do. Yeah. Because you're you, you play with a sense of fear at that moment. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest stage. It's Nick Sirianni's first time coaching in a Super Bowl. And so so teams to trail by ten or more at halftime are now two and twenty six in the Super Bowl. You know who the other one is that trailed at halftime? Would that be Tommy? That would be the infamous Falcons. Yeah. Overtime loss to the Patriots. And so like I said, it's you know the the Colin Bradbury. Greg Olson seemed to not think it was so that was, the, I mean, it was it was it was it was borderline. Fox I, did a disservice because they kept freezing it. Yeah. After Bradbury got turned around yeah. with his hand on his hip, that's where they slowed it down, making people like, "Well, there's nothing there." That was not where the holding was. It's at the top. The holding was right as he started to spin, yeah. and he tugged across the front of his jersey. Yeah. That's where the penalty was, but they kept slowing it down after that. And I still thought even that was, but you know, I I could see. You're right. I could see that one more than what what they kept freezing, which was well, maybe he's kind of the hand on get, the hip and the backside. There's yeah. nothing there. Yeah. But that, but, but me, it was that's it, not where the holding was. And it wasn't. And, and it wasn't. Look, how it hurt was it took time off the clock. Mm-hmm. All it did was it it gave the Eagles less of an opportunity. To you know, and was it McKinnon had the run late? Super smart thing, veteran guy. Go down at the you know around the two, burn more time off the clock. It was just smart on his part. I think Jerick McKinnon's been a very underrated part of what the I Chiefs have done. Uh, Pacheco was great last night. You know, I, they they were just you know, I, and Mahomes went in there. Even though it's been a couple weeks now, he, he still went in on a, on a bad ankle. I mean, mm-hmm. to, to win that game. And the way and give their defense credit. And how is you do that open in the second half? I, I just what you you forget who that guy is, right? Guy's still a pretty good receiver. Like he gets into this soft zone like three times over the middle. There's four or five eagles, and they're all just like, "That's your guy." Maybe you, you gotta but, you gotta come you gotta, on, man. What? But I, the offensive line did a great job. Yeah, they did for the Chiefs because that was going to be that was the mm-hmm. test. What could they keep Mahomes upright? Yeah. Limited mobility on the part of Patrick in that game. What could they do to protect him against that really good Eagles defensive front? And they did last night. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and looking, and it was like Jalen Hurts played terrible last night. 
No, he played really well. I mean, he he would if they would have won, he would have been the MVP. He made uh, some throws. That's a dude, man. That's a guy. If anybody the, doubted, the Eagles have their yeah. guy. If anybody doubts that Jalen Hurts can throw the football, they just you know a run first guy, mm-hmm. and that's that's what he does. And that and, he's, and he just gets, and he gets and he gets big passing windows because they run the ball so well. It that helps. Like, that helps. Yeah. But he also made some take advantage. Of he it. made some throws into some tight windows. And that throw to Goddard, which wasn't a catch, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that was a great throw. Yeah, it just got over the underneath receiver and dropped into Dallas Goddard's hands. Yeah, and, and so great throw. I mean, three oh four last night, touchdown. Mm-hmm. He uh, ties TD. Jalen Hurts does three rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl. I mean, he. If you're an Eagles fan. If there's one thing you can take away from last night's game, I mean, as far as a positive, mm-hmm. is what you just said. They've got their guy. Yeah, they've got they, the guy. They've got the right guy. And Jalen Hurts is the right guy. Mm-hmm. You know, the the running part of it, how sustainable is that going forward in terms of in run, running the football as much as he does? You know, that's that that's a question they're going to have to ask themselves over the next three or four years. Mm-hmm. Of can he Can he hold up? In the quarterback run game, can that? St- how much of that can still be a part of what they do? Are they going to have to, you know, kind of figure out ways to manage how much he carries the ball and those kind of things? But just just from the ability to throw the football, he was he was impressive last night. And look, and then there's just there's Mahomes who just knows just knows how to win and give Kansas City a, a ton of credit last night 38-35 they get the win Harrison Butker with the game winning field goal last night so if you got some thoughts on the game the good the bad the ugly text text or call us 9702421340 we'll we'll talk later on about halftime and i'm not really sure what halftime was all about to be quite honest but i the, i enjoyed it i thought it was good i'm well, not into the music but i do kind of like that style is not really my style yeah I mean, but I, I do kind of like Rihanna's music. It's not awful. No, I don't she's have okay. To dive she's at the a, radio. She's a really good singer. I just and and look, she's the perfect. Like I've said before, she's the perfect kind of artist for halftime. Mm-hmm. Because rock artists don't work because they do four or five minute songs. Yeah. and and a medley of their can, stuff you doesn't work. You can cut work. her songs in half and they Ab- still work. Absolutely, Katy Perry. Her you, you, there's so many people mm-hmm. you can you can that are like that Bruno yeah. Mars that you can cut their stuff up. It montage it, and it's perfectly fine. Was she five months pregnant up there on that platform? I think, think so, yeah. I mean, she was bolted to it, which is super safety, but, you know, she's yeah. falling for two if that happens. You want to be, I want to be careful. That I, was impressive. I just didn't get the Walter White uh, Kim suit look from all the, uh, the dancers. That was a little weird. <laughs> yeah. The mesh just, tank top deal. Yeah, I it, I mean, it was good. It was fine. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I don't dislike Rihanna. Mm-hmm. I made the comment to you last night. I mean, thing I know her best for is the movie Battleship. Which that doesn't say much about me, apparently. No, you saw the movie. That's it was a but, it was a slow Saturday one day uh, in the summertime. Visually, it was very impressive. Yeah, and was, I thought she did a great job. Yeah, I mean, I I've seen far worse. I I, I thought the weekend's halftime show wasn't very good when he did it. Was weird. The whole Funhouse Mirror thing was strange. Yeah, it was just weird. I like him. I think he's really mm-hmm. good. I just thought it was kind of just Justin Timberlake was really good. I thought. Yeah, Timberlake's show. always really good. I. You know, so I mean, it to wasn't, me, the the bar is always going to be Prince. Well, yeah, I mean, it it, it begins and ends with with what, yeah. with Prince playing in the rain. 
Mm-hmm. Bears, Colts, Super Bowl, the shadow. Yeah. The very, <laughs> very what? What's that? The Who was good. Bruce Springsteen said, was I'm, fun. I'm a diehard Who fan. I thought they were, I thought they were poor. I, I was, thought it was all right. I, I thought it was good. I didn't think they were that good. So, but Springsteen was good. Last night was pretty good. I thought. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be honest. My, I don't didn't know, take I, away from the game. No. Didn't overshadow the game. Exactly. It was good. I, I didn't. I don't have any great expectations for halftime shows anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't. I'm like, okay, whatever. I. I just yeah I I don't know what it is I've I always feel like it's so the expectations are so high and mm-hmm. they and they and they never meet what people's expectations right. are and the thing that I was surprised and you're about, not gonna please everybody because right. there's gonna be somebody well why don't why don't they have George Strait up there I mean always hear that why don't they have so and so I like George Strait I you know He's but I don't, not but, really Super Bowl halftime I'm, energy I'm just throwing that ish. I'm just throwing that out there yeah. one a name that I've heard. Or Garth, see Garth Brooks could probably could do a Super Bowl halftime. Probably, yeah. Garth would. I think so. Garth could pull it off. Mm-hmm. There are very few guys who could pull it off. Very but, few. from the country world. But like, I thought it was to me, it was nice, but also surprising that it was just her. Yeah, it was start to finish. It was Rihanna was no, and Baby Riri, and that was it. Yeah, nobody, you know, no, no big cameos and jumping no, up no on M&M, stage. No Jay Z, no, no ASAP no. Rocky, none of that. No, and I'm, I liked it. You know, maybe it's, you know, which I was fine. I mean, maybe it's a generational thing. I just don't, because, but there are, I can't say because there are artists mm-hmm. of her ilk that I do like. Yeah. And it was, I disliked what she did last night. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. It wasn't bad. I just, I just wasn't, I wasn't just like mesmerized. It yeah. wasn't like I was just, you know, could not take my eyes off of watching or listening to her perform. It was, it was good. It's okay. Right. And I'm kind of like you where, like, my expectations were measured anyway. To where it was, I was not invested at all, so it was very easy to get into. Sure, impressed. Okay, she was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about commercials later. There were some good ones. Yeah, I thought overall mm, there was there were some funny ones though. There mm-hmm. were some good ones. I was, I liked um, Tuco, the the third the guy in the Breaking Bad commercial. For the poppables or unpopped or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. The popcorners or whatever. But, like, the first part was kind of underwhelming because it, in our, where we were, we were above right. the Wild Wings last night. It was very loud. Yeah. So it was, it was hard so, to hear. It was hard to really. Walter White's kind of growly, gravely voice, right? Yeah. So it was a little then, hard to hear. Because then you got, yeah, Brian Cranston, mm-hmm. Aaron Paul reprising their roles from Breaking Bad. And that was, yeah. that was cool. So I'm going to have to go back today and catch and, all the big and, and, yeah. trending ads just to kind of hear them. Ben and Jennifer in the Dunkin' Donuts was ad, was, of, that was kind of funny. I thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was like, well, there's, I'm like, Senator going, Once my wife had to tell me, I'm like, who is that? She's like, that's Ben Affleck. I'm like, <laughs> I know, it took me a serious? second of going, that, that's Ben Affleck. Yeah. And then we saw him in the ad for the Jordan Nike movie with Matt Damon. Yeah, which looks really good. It does look good. Uh, the one I had to go back and watch because I'm a comic book nerd. I had to go watch the Flash trailer again because mm-hmm. that was hard to get a real the idea sense about it, of yeah. it. I do love <laughs> the line from Keaton where he has the there's the two Flashes, mm-hmm. the two multiverse versions of Ezra Miller, and they see him, 
And they're like, you know, like, who are you or something like that? And he's, I'm the bad man. And it was just, <laughs> it was just very, yeah, it's, that's me. It looks like it could be good. It looks like it could be pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. could be pretty good. All right, so your thoughts on the game. Chiefs, is this, is, this is the thing. If you're a Broncos fan, you were fearing if they won. All the dynasty talk now. Are they a dynasty? Yes. They've won what? Two and two and four, four years, years? Three appearances in four years? Yes. So it's pretty, yeah. Much as it, mm-hmm. it's painful, painful for me to bring up that kind of thing. Yes. That they, they have turned into a dynasty. Yeah. Now, I mean, now the question, the, the challenge for one, John Payton. Can he topple a dynasty? That's, that's his. He's still mi- working on Gronk. I saw that. <laughs> well, apparently he's working on Rex Ryan. It's another guy to play ahead of uh, Alberto Guigmano. Gronk. I, I mean, how much is that just the shtick for the oh, Super that's Bowl a bit, thing? Yeah. I mean, it's how much is that just a bit? It was funny. I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine at this point. You know what, though? I like Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. TV is T- not for him. T- a TV analyst is not his gig. TV analyst, you're right. That's a good... You got to put... The- T- TV character being on, being Gronk, mm-hmm. kind of like Manning. Though Manning can pull off, as we've seen with Manning cast. Yeah. He can... The man's a master of whatever he wants to do. Gronk needs warm room to work. He needs to be Gronk. Yeah. You can't just stick him up there in a stand-up shoot for 30 seconds, breaking down a play call and then getting back, right? He, he's he got to be on the desk to where he's got 45 minutes to work, right? Or like a Gronk cast or Manning cast or whatever. That's where he works the best, I think. And, and I'm, I even have my doubts about that. I just don't think that's... He's a, it's not that he's a dumb mm-hmm. guy, because he is a smart guy. He's a very bright guy. Yeah. I just don't think... That's something he does well. I don't think that's something. Be. I don't think that's something where he feels comfortable because he can't be. Can't be. You know who's great last night? Greg Olson. I thought Olson was good last he was night. Really a lot, good. A lot of people cr- have criticized Greg Olson. Nope. He did. He brought the wings, job. by the way. Oh, hey, look at that. Thank you, Petey. Thanks, Petey. Thank you, sir. He's brought the wings. Nice. They're in here. Heck yeah! I didn't bring lunch today. That's perfect. Oh, there you go. Um. I thought he was fine. I, I got a text from Mike from Scottsdale about he thought Burkhart and Olsen were terrible. I thought at times Burkhart, yeah, maybe he wasn't necessarily always razor sharp. But then again, I, as I was sitting there last night and we were talking about this, I don't think people, people understand how tough it is, mm-hmm. how hard it is to call a game. And, I mean, Kevin Burkhart went from being a used car salesman a great story. I mean, yeah. not not that many years ago, and has rose to be the number one guy now at Fox with, mm. with Joe Buck's departure. I I like Burkhardt a lot. I like things that he has said about about the job, about what people like you or don't like you. Mm. I, I like I like the candor about it. I think it's I'm what I'm kind of hoping is that for Fox they realize now that Brady's going to take his gap year. Yeah. That maybe Brady's better suited to be a studio guy, or maybe Brady isn't ready to be. You make this assumption because he's Tom Brady; he's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Tom Brady's going to be great calling games. We I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Greg Olson's going to get another year though mm-hmm. 
of developing. I thought and, I thought he was borderline great last. I thought he was really good to great last. Yeah, I, I I I didn't have a. I think Olsen continues to develop. I think mm-hmm. there's there there are moments he seems like he's hesitant to know what to say a little bit. But I think overall but his second year. But yeah, I, I mean, if you look at where he's at, I mean, he's the second year calling a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the the progress has been very impressive. The maturation has been yeah. impressive for him. And I think, I, I think the, he he might be take out Herbie because Herbie just does the Amazon stuff, but also Herbie does four games a week. It feels like he gets a lot of reps outside of Troy Aikman. Greg Olson might be the best color guy out there on TV. Yeah, I, I have developed an affinity for Charles Davis. I think he is pretty good. I don't think he gets enough credit. I think he's. Turned into a pretty he's stuck with what Andrew Catalan or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I think he's I think he's CBS a bit four. He's a bit pulled down by by who he works with in the game he does. Yeah, I I just think that he mm-hmm. he deserves he does a lot of Browns Jags games, yeah. which he, is unfair to him. He deserves I think he deserves mm-hmm. better than what he's getting right now because I think he actually does a really good. job. I think he does a great job. I think Greg Olson is still second, probably behind Aikman. Yeah, that's a huge moment to step yeah. in. Yeah, I, doing this for less than twenty months. Pretty good. I, I still think Kirby's the best color analyst. Yeah. Period. And and though I, I do. Gosh, um, former Penn State quarterback. Gosh, Chiefs quarterback. Oh, college. College not, color analyst. Uh, not Danielson. No, not Danielson. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm blanking on him today. Uh yeah, I, uh, ESPN. Uh, I'll, I'll remember who I think has a really good job. Gosh, it's terrible. Like, I'm stay after the Super Bowl, folks. Um, he goes to all the different restaurants and Todd Blackledge. Todd Blackledge. I think Blackledge does a pretty good job. I like Blackledge, but I think Herbie might be your best guy mm-hmm. across the board. Yeah, oh, I you know, know who's going to lead NBC's Big Ten coverage. Todd Blackledge. Yeah. He left the four letter. Yeah. I think Blackledge is really good. I think that's that's he's a good, good that's a good Let's call it, he's really I'm sorry, good. Just, I was just like, God, who's yeah. I, and I'm remember, like, I remember everything about him, but yeah. he was in the uh, the famous eighty three draft class. I Google I'm like Blackledge Penn or Penn State QB ESPN. The first name that yeah. popped up. Not Trace McSorley. No. Not Trace McSorley. And okay, Fox, I get it. You own the USFL. I get it. Real football comes your way, and okay. How are do we, you let that we, ad go in the we, Super Bowl? We're, we're watching the real football right now. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> How do you let that ad play during the Super well, Bowl? They own the league. Still, How do you, I don't care. I know. I don't. Well, they there's quality. They control that ad completely. That's what I, I mean. mean. It's not like they just. I mean, they have to pass everything. You know, that mm-hmm. has to pass standards to go in there. But that's their. That's their baby, and they're running a spot. Oh, the real football comes your way. How does I, the NFL crew, the NFL production crew, let that ad go through during the Super Bowl? Yeah, not even pregame, during the game. I, I, I get what they're 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 taking the shot at the XFL that it's not real football. Real football comes your way. Well, they, in no, thirty seconds. No, this, this is, is the Super Bowl. You are watching the real football. This is it. This is yeah, it. It's not some Hollywood I reboot. I know, At least the I, XFL's in Hollywood. I, I just, <laughs> I saw this. I'm going, 
Aren't we watching the real football? Isn't this the isn't this the pinnacle, the creme de la creme? That's right. I, the best that we're we're going to see a professional football? Not not the guys playing for the Memphis Showboats. Yeah, or, that hit me, and I'm like, not Stephen Montez playing for the Seattle Sea Dragons. Yeah, they we're can not re- Hollywood football. We're Coleman, Alabama football. <laughs> Just kind of like, what the the hell is this coming to you from Trustville? I'm actually on the map right now, pulling these names. I don't know them. All right, 728. Fultondale, Alabama. <laughs> Real football. Garden City, Kansas. Yeah. Because Patrick Mahomes is looking at like, what? Are you guys for real about this? Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're, yeah. We, we, we're, we're the real football. Right. You could take this leg back to Kansas City, and I would still be able to beat this USFL. Team. Yeah, exactly. Give me, give me two bad ankles, yeah. and I can still beat anybody in that league. All right, let's get to what's happening. Brought to you by our friends at ComWest, your technology partner. They help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions and support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. For example, need a new business phone system like we have here? Well, they can hook you up, back up a disaster recover, cybersecurity, surveillance, PC and server support. They've got it all. They're your technology service partner. Call them today at ComWest, 970-242-8142. That's 970-242-8142. Of course, it's now in the books. Super Bowl 57 from Phoenix. Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes led a big second-half comeback to lead the Chiefs to a 38-35 win over the Philadelphia Eagles in Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. Playing on an injured ankle, Mahomes threw two fourth-quarter touchdown passes and won the game MVP for the second time in his career. Mahomes says their path to the title starting the offseason in Texas in workouts with his new receivers. I mean, me meeting basically a brand-new group of receivers and, and learning, uh, learning what they did well, learning what, what we could get better at. Um, and and guys leading from there, man. I thought the guys accepted the challenge. Um, it was a crazy, it was a crazy year, but uh, we ended up on top, man. You can't you can't ask for any more from those guys. Kansas City becomes just the second team in Super Bowl history to erase a ten point second half deficit. Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker kicked the twenty seven yard game winner with eight seconds left to give Kansas City their third Super Bowl win. ESPN's Rex Ryan, maybe the Broncos' new defensive coordinator, Pro Football Talk, reporting that Denver coach Sean Payton has met with Ryan about the job. The former Jets and Bills coach doesn't have ties to Payton. But his twin brother, Rob, was Peyton's defensive coordinator in New Orleans from 2013 to 2015. The Western Slope will be well represented at this week's Boys and Girls State Wrestling Tournaments in Denver. The Fruit of Monument Central Grand Junction Boys teams compete at the 5A Region 2 Tournament at Lakewood High School. The Wildcats will send nine wrestlers to state with 144-pound Oren Meese winning a regional title for Fruit of. The Warriors will send eight wrestlers to state with 126-pound William Dean winning a regional title. The Tigers qualify three wrestlers with 120-pound Murphy Harris, 126-pound Landon Scarborough, and 138-pound Colton Romero, all qualifying for state. And for a Palisade came with two regional champions, a 106-pound Tegan Young and his brother, 138-pound Keaton Young. Palisade also qualified 126-pound Tyrus to Spain and 150-pound Trevin Brannon. Montrose qualified nine wrestlers led by regional champion and defending state 285-pound champion Demarian Lopez and 126-pound regional champion Aiden Gonzalez and three Delta 106 pound regional champion Dawson Drozdick and three other Panther wrestlers are going to state Grand Valley qualified two wrestlers along with rifle in two a Cedar Edge will send 12 wrestlers to state with five regional champions North Fork qualified 12 12 wrestlers with 113 pound pace and penny winning a regional title Olathe's Trevor Platt won a regional crown at 106 and will be joined by 157 pound Chase Ripley 
The District 51 Phoenix girls, they're sending 10 wrestlers to state. 130-pound Molly Dare and 190-pound Layla Castro captured regional titles. North Fork is sending 105-pound regional champion Velma Bailey and 140-pound champion Casey Walsick. Olathe is sending five wrestlers to state. Grand Junction boys basketball team ended a three-game losing streak Saturday with their 46-32 home win over Durango. Tigers' Cameron Ochoa hit two threes and led Grand Junction with 11 points, with Andon Tao adding 10 points. Tigers are 8-13 overall, 2-4 and four in league play. Grand Junction girls lost to Durango 44-11 to fall to 0-20 on the season. The Tigers' Hayden Bunnell scored six points to pace Grand Junction. Both Grand Junction teams play on Montrose tomorrow night. A 95-7, the Monkey pregame starts at 5:45. Catch it in Montrose at 93.5. FM. The Central girls defeated Glenwood 54-51 in a non-league game. The Warriors' Christina Manzanares scored 18 to lead Central. The Warriors lost to Durango 51-32 the night before. They're now 11-9. Central boys beat Durango 49-32, buying 20 points from Colton Miller. The Warriors moved to 15-5. They're 4-2 in league. Both Central teams play at Fruita Monument tomorrow night on the team. Pre-game starts at 5:45. Both Fruita basketball teams swept Grand Junction Friday night. Both Delta basketball teams swept their league games in Moffat County. Panther girls beat the Bulldogs 48-36 to to move to 9-0 and in the 4A Western Slope League. Delta boys are now 6-5. They won 51-43. to Both teams host Coleridge tomorrow night. And those games can be streamed at 957themonkey.com. Friday's games of Basalt will be on the Monkey starting at 515. You can hear that at 97.1 FM in Delta. Both Cotterburn Mesa basketball teams swept the weekend. The Maverick women winning at the Cotterburn School of Mines 59-52 on Friday. They wrapped up the weekend with a 65-60 win over Metro State. The Maverick men, they beat Mines on Friday 87-66 in Metro on Saturday 71-64. Both Maverick basketball teams home this weekend when they host New Mexico Islands Friday night on the Team CMU Sports Network. The 15th-ranked Cotterburn Mesa baseball team wrapped up a four-game sweep Saturday and taking a 6-3 win over 38th-ranked Azusa Pacific, the diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. So the Mavericks off to a 4-0 start. They host six-ranked Southern New Hampshire this Thursday to start a four-game series. You can hear that game this Thursday on the team. CMU Sports Network with pregame at 2:15. And the CMU softball team lost all three of their games at the West Texas Invitational this past weekend. Both CMU men's and women's swim and dive teams captured their fifth straight RMAC championships at the El Pomar Natatorium this past weekend. And that's a look at... What's happening? All right, Jim, along with the Buckeye boy, your thoughts about last night's game? Chiefs, is it a dynasty? Your favorite commercials, least favorite commercials? Did you like Rihanna at halftime? All these things you can comment on today. The normal, usual, post-Monday grab bag. Yes, Post-Super Bowl Monday, grab that. Absolutely. So, text or call us today. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line, 970-242-1340. This is the... First of all, it's hilarious. Warped, twisted individuals. Yes. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back. Jim along with the Buckeye Boy. It's Monday, the good, the bad, the ugly. Text call 970-242-1340. All right. Your thoughts about last night's game. Got a few coming in. From Alex this morning. Move the Super Bowl to Saturday. Don't think the NFL has any intention of doing that. I, I agree with what you're saying, Buckeye. I think, mm-hmm. I think ultimately the, the long-range plan is when they go to 18 games, President's Day will be that now 
de facto. There you go. There's your yep. there's, there's your, your Monday off. off, football fans. Enjoy. So I, I because think that, even if there was a holiday created for the day after the Super Bowl, not everybody's going to get it. Stuff still <laughs> has to be done, right? It's like I'm off today, but Starbucks is closed because of the Super Bowl. What's gonna ha- What's going on here, or whatever? You know what I mean? So, like, what's What's the point of creating an extra day? Just work the schedule to where it fits with the actual calendar, anyway. I I just think that I, I don't know if you can justify having a national holiday because you have a, a football game. Now, there are people that feel like that, look, the Super Bowl brings us all together, right? Regardless, <laughs> no. I mean, no, it in, in ter- you know, no, there, there's this, no, there's this feeling from people that we, we all sit down together, we hang out with our, you know, not that we get together with everybody. That's true. But that we sit down and watch this one event. A lot of hate and, watching going on. And, well, yeah, if, you're, if you don't like the Chiefs, you don't like the Eagles, I mean, mm-hmm. sure, you, you're hoping they lose. If you're not a fan of those teams, you're a fan of those teams. Obviously, you're 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 locked in and pumped and excited about it. People watch it for the commercials. Yeah. People watch it for the halftime show. There, but most people, even if you're a very fringe football fan, you probably watch some of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You may not watch it start to finish, but you watch some of it, and it does lead to to people getting together. You know, in in, in in talking to someone, their their kids, their their son was going to. He was going to have a Super Bowl party. Not doesn't play football or anything, mm-hmm. but was going to get together with friends to watch the game. And so there are people that it's just an opportunity to get together. Yeah. And and so you know, and the world tends to shut down on Super Bowl Sunday, right? I mean, I texted. I mean, I texted coaches yesterday. By coming on, I was reluctant. I never like to do that on a Sunday anyway. I like to leave people alone on the weekend, but sometimes for scheduling purposes, that's mm-hmm. how it kind of works out. But I was like even more reluctant than I normally would be because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And because people, they get together and watch the game. Mm-hmm. I, I just, to me, as much as I love football, I just can't bring myself to go, yep, got to make it a national holiday. Yeah, I, I, I just can't do that. It's I can't do that. It, you know, do we have National Cupcake Day and stuff like that? Sure, but nobody gets a day nobody off gets of that. Off work, yeah, we should. I but mean, we don't. Na- national holidays tend to be reserved for honoring presidents, mm-hmm. honoring people that have made significant contributions to our country, like Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. In terms of race relations, they have made significant commitments mm-hmm. and. You know, and gave their their you know gave their their service to mm-hmm. our country. Veterans Day, Veteran, Memorial Veterans Day. Day, you know exactly Memorial you know. Day, honor, honoring our servicemen and women. And this that, isn't that. This is not that. This is, it's a football game. Right, I'm with you. I, I just to me, I, I just as an American, I have a hard time. Mm-hmm. Let's let's give a holiday to the National Football League right. because we want to. Recover from our hangovers. Now, I, it's semantics to me, but it is there is a distinct difference for me. Should there be a holiday the day after the Super Bowl? No. Do I still want that day off? Yeah, I kind of do. 
Yeah. You know, sure. Sometimes that game can go late into the night. So, you know, do I really do I really think there should be a government mandated holiday? No, absolutely not. That's uh, ridiculous no. and dumb. I think that's I think that's just silly. You know, but do I want the day off? Sure. You know, I don't need it mandated by the government. Ridiculous. That's really dumb. Yeah, I just, I, I just, <laughs> just you know. don't. And and I get it that the NFL, when you look at you know broadcast TV, you know the the top one hundred TV broadcasts in in twenty twenty two. Eighty seven were football games. Eighty seven were in it. Yeah, were were football games. College or NFL. And the majority were NFL. And and so I I, I get it. I understand the significance of of the Super Bowl. I've been doing this long enough. To, I, I, mm-hmm. I get it. I just can't bring myself to go. Yeah. We need a national holiday for this. Yeah. No, I, I just either either move it to Saturday, which they're not going to do, mm-hmm. which they could have done years ago, or we we wait it out till they add another game, which the NFLPA is going to be just just thrilled about, and we wait till it's President's Day. Yeah, which is probably the most likely scenario because that's coming. That that is coming. They wanted to jump to eighteen from sixteen. 17 was the middle ground, not the, that's where the NFL settled at, not where they wanted to end up at. That's 18. You got one from Timbo today. There's a little uh, picture of the, of the ref, your Super Bowl 57 MVP with mm-hmm. the Chiefs logo on his hat. Timbo, obviously not uh, happy with that, that, that call late last night right. on Bradbury. Uh, Jamie, the call was the equivalent of ticketing someone for jaywalking across a dirt road. Yeah, a little more to it than that. Hey, jaywalking's I'm not, jaywalking. I'm, I'm a little more to it than that. Use the crosswalk. That's what it's there for. You know what, then? People like Jamie don't get to complain about the college kids on North Avenue, then. You know? Oh, it's just jaywalking. Well, then, these college kids, you got to stop for them, then. Uh, from Marcus, mostly had the game on for background noise. I'm not a pop rap music listening type of guy, so didn't pay much attention to Rihanna. The platforms were cool. Travis Kelsey's a clown, not a fan. He gets He's a little taste for sure. I uh, I like Kelsey in some ways. He gets a little pro wrestling for me at times. Mm-hmm. And, this, and maybe that's where I don't mind it. And I this like and this um, I'm going to be a chief forever thing. Hey, that's what Derek Carr said too. Now you shouldn't. You should never yeah. say that. It's a business. The day they I feel, get the emotion and yeah, I, I get the, the the day though the Chiefs feel like you you've become a liability for them financially. Mm-hmm. You're going someplace else, my friend. I mean, you can you can feel that in your heart at the moment, and I and I don't damn him for that. But ask Derek Carr when you pin your hopes and dreams on being a life lifetime Raider. Yeah. I love how cars stick into the Raiders, by the way. They're going to make them cut him. I absolutely like, I him. love it. Good for him. And you know what? The thing that I don't like about Travis Kelsey, and he does this all the time, no one picked us. No one believed yeah, us. Yeah, I'm just sick of the underdog thing. You know who picked Nobody you? believed us. Me. Yeah. I picked and you. And plenty of people. The, the numbers started to move big time late heading to Sunday. You were a point, a half. It was almost even. It was almost to pick him. Yeah. So don't give me this. Yeah, that you, that's where you, Travis Kelsey loses. You didn't go in as ten point underdogs mm-hmm. or some garbage like that. Right. Yeah, I get. I get a little tired of that with him. Nobody believes in us. 
Right. Uh, you're typically one of the best teams in the league. Got mm-hmm. the best offense. Yeah. People aren't stupid, Travis. And you, if you you're really not the Jag, go, you're not the Jags, okay? And you know what, Travis Kelsey, if you really want to go with the no one believed in us, even your mom wasn't fully on board. <laughs> so she had she had split loyalties. That doesn't that doesn't matter. <laughs> she wasn't fully on board. She had the other team's colors on too. So so yeah, you know, go at mom first, and then come at the rest of us. If you really want to go with that, otherwise, I thought it was interesting. Shut up. They had it set up where one Kelsey parent would go to one kid, mm-hmm. and the other would the dad would go to the other, and mom would go to one. Yeah, so they could be which is which is cool. Which, which is, is cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I learned on their podcast that the parents are separated, so that yeah. is a little easier now for them to support one, <laughs> one exactly. for one. Exactly. Yeah, AJ, the underdog cards week. I get yeah, I get tired of that. You come on, Travis. You guys are not the underdogs. I like Travis Kelsey right up until that point. Then it's like, yeah. come on, man. And I said, I just get a little tired of the you know, the, the pro wrestling. Nobody believes in us, brother. But you know, stuff. It's like for stop me, it. What happens if you lose? Do you then go to the podiums like nobody believed in us, and, and you were right? <laughs> and you, you're, you're what right. What happens then? You're point? right. We lost. You know exactly. Larry from Clifton. The, that game last night was good till the end of the terrible holding call. Two calls help win the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. No, how about also big punt return they gave up mm-hmm. to scoop it scores, right? Yeah. How about those? I mean, you you can you can criticize the holding call on Bradbury, and it was, eh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I get that. But I would have been okay if the second scoop and score would have stood. I would have been okay with that. That's right. Only only one stood. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I, mis- I I forgot that it didn't. This sc- is the one. Mm-hmm. I so I would have been okay with that. Or if the Goddard catch was ruled not a catch, those were both. Bang, bang, borderline plays. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with all of them. There wasn't this super egregious for me. For me, there yeah. wasn't this super egregious officiating blunder last night. Which, not going to say Roger Goodell's right, because he's not the best it's ever been. That no. was way, way tone deaf. But at least they kind of backed him up a little bit last night to where I don't think that call was that egregious to me. They that I, was a pretty good officiated game last night. Yeah, I I didn't think it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, I thought it was borderline. I, it, but it didn't. Here's the thing: they were still in field goal range. What mm-hmm. it did, what it did, took time off the clock. Yeah, I mean, I get a buckered banged one off the upright, but he was going to make that one. Mm-hmm. And all it and what it did is just allowed more time to go off the clock. Yeah, and like it, it didn't swing the game. It just gave Philadelphia less time. Yeah, You're right. I'm 100. percent But with was, it, was it like there was a guarantee they're going to march it down the field and no. put it in the end zone? They were probably going to kick a field goal. It just was not going to be inside extra point range. Yeah, it was going to be a little bit, a little more challenging. Maybe Bucker misses it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it took. But time if he off. does, it's still tied. Yeah, you know, it's still tied. And it they t- still have to go down and score. Yeah, they, it, t- it took time off the clock, and that was the biggest thing that that hurt in that case. Mm-hmm. And there's no guarantee they go down and score. I mean, so and if the Chiefs got screwed, this would all be well. No, that was not. That was a. Yeah. It was a holding. It was a holding. It was a legitimate call. You know uh, exactly. It's all about your fan glasses. 
All right, we need to quickly do. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Oh, there's a lot of Super Bowl-related sound checks we can get to, and we have all week. This comes to us from uh, Thursday into Friday into Saturday. My boy Joe Thomas is going to the Hall of Fame. And he well talked to, he talked about the mindset behind the ten thousand plus snap streak. Probably the thing I hold most closely to my heart when people ask about, you know, what are you most proud of during your career? And I think it's it's that snap streak because of what it represents to me. And it's what Andrew Hawkins said at the beginning of that video. He said, Count on me, right? And that was always the motto I had in my head. It was count on me. Like when times get tough and you want to know who to look at, like count on me, I'll be there. Like when shit's hitting the fan, like it's third and forever and we're down by a million and they got Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis, Russian passer, like count on me, I'll be there. You know, I think that loyalty that it's always been just part of my identity. And I think that's why that snap streak is the most special thing that I think about when I think about my career because I knew that my teammates, they could count on me for 10,363 plays, that I was gonna be there for them. And I knew that if I was out there, like it was gonna give them the best chance to do their job and then our team the best chance to win the game. Very cool. And the knocks that they do now, they don't have David Baker, but they have other Hall of Famers, mentors, friends, whatever go knock on the people's houses to let them know they're in the Hall of Fame gets me every single year. Like, you can be a fan of teams, but that gets me every year. Absolutely. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Jim Davis showing the Team Sports Network.